I get bad news every day. People contact me all the time. This is what happened. What about this? And it's like, I'm just working now on trying to not be emotional. But it, it's very... Because it's like, I've been circling these issues for, you know, almost two years. And just, you know, uncovering, you know, it's like finding out someone cheated on you and then seeing all the ways which they have. Happy Mother's Day! I pride myself on all my laughs having sounds. I mean, most of my laughs have sounds. Just some, yeah. of, my, some of my laughs are, you know, it's not... No, that's a good laugh. That's the know. kind of laugh I want to hear from telling a joke. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really That's real hitting. good. Don't be wrong, like, my normal laugh is kind of like a hearty sailor's laugh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um, like the p- most yeah. privileged laugh right? ever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this caviar oh. is, is mushy. Oh, my God. I'm pantomiming lighting a pipe. Oh, God. Oh, it's like if you read it in a book. Pop it to the Rolls Royce. It's like if you read it in a book, it has like, it's like not ha-ha, it's ho-ho-ho. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, what? See, that's the, that's the voice acting skill. Thank you. This is my, hire me, please. Please. Welcome. Please hire. <laughs> welcome to I'm trying, you guys. Please hire Jacob. Please. Yeah, welcome to episode the, 14. The podcast where we beg for your <laughs> for your validation and your money and mm. your gainful employment. Mm. I'm Janelle Dennis. I'm Jacob Jarwin. Welcome to episode 14. We're very glad you're here. Sorry for jumping the gun there for a sec. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, God. Oh, the money, the money crisis I'm going through at the moment. <laughs> Damn. Ugh. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like destitute. I've been saving money ever since I I graduated college. I'm doing okay. Yeah, and you I got just, a job. Yeah, and I work, and I, I'm okay. But like, I, I'm I'm trying to set up a situation for when I go away during my little tours coming up that I have. Uh, I don't need to, you know, necessarily cover my own rent while I'm away, and that's a, a complicated thing. And I'm not making a lot of money this summer because I don't. I work at a school, mm. and it's called summer vacation for a reason. So it's uh. Right now, it's uh, it's a pay, you know, bit by bit moment, and uh, it's a little frustrating. Hey, that's why at summer camp they charge money mm-hmm. to get money mm-hmm. from kids mm-hmm. to pay the adults. No, I don't think Wait. the I don't think the money trickles to the adults. Okay, like you're not getting money from. I mean, I've been a camp counselor for uh, repeatedly over and over again over the years, and it it does not pay. Oh, what really? It, I mean, when I, I mean, it pays. So you just like, have to love it. It's a minimal thing. Like I, uh, I was a sleepaway camp counselor for two summers in Eisner. In Great Why do Barrington, they call it sleepaway camp? Isn't it implied? Yeah, isn't it implied that camp is going to no, be? No, some camps are day away? camps. Some, I, I went yeah, to, so then they can say day camp and camp. For, yeah, day camp and then real camp. I, like I, grow up. You no, know, I'm just clarifying because I've worked <laughs> in both. You know what I mean? So I've worked at I you know the 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 the, the, the camp. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Jewish camp. Saying just camp feels weird. I it was uh <laughs> it was a camp in in Great Barrington where I spent a lot of years as a camper and I was I was a counselor there too and I was also a specialist, which is like an additional thing. I was a, the music uh song leader variety. Uh and you know they 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 kind of like when they're giving you your salary, they kind of take into mind like room and board cuz you do live there and they do feed you. And, I, that's, I like and it's kind of an excuse to getting fed. terribly underpay all of the staff. <laughs> I think I made, mm. 
Uh, the, well, the one summer I was at CIT, I made maybe $200 and had to pay to work there the first half of the summer. And then the second summer I worked there, was I was a normal counselor. And I, I can't remember what I made, but after taxes, it wasn't much more than $1,000, I think, for the whole summer. Um, oh, damn. Which, and I was a specialist, which means I was doing... You're special. I was making more money than a lot of other people at the camp. So it, and then, so nothing. And I know people who still, still go back every summer to work there. And I'm sure they make a little bit more. It sounds like a horror movie plot. It, it kind of... Financially, it's a horror movie. Absolutely. <laughs> we should make that movie. Summer Camp 2. Destitution. Destitution. <laughs> the Destitutioning. <laughs> Man. Anyways, that's my situation. Come see me on tour this June. Go to Jacob Derwin on Twitter or Instagram to I want to go back. Dates. I want to go back to the summer camp thing only yeah, because sure. I. You ever go? It's yeah, but I'm not to talk about that. We're not going to get into my camp stories. <laughs> okay. Because they're to. not they're not exciting in the least bit. They're not interesting. It, camp, being a camp counselor, mm-hmm. that's like just extended babysitting. Yes. And to me, babysitting is being a surrogate parent yes why would anyone want to do do that that? uh well i mean aside from people that love the the company of of children wow you couldn't um, have phrased that any worse honestly the the, Uh, the platonic company of children children. that's gross uh no the uh i mean a lot of it is just going to camp i mean i like um I like uh, spending time with, like, I'm very selective when it comes to kids that are my friends, like, or kids that I have as friends, Um, because I, I don't know, I, I, the kids have to have personalities, and usually at a certain age, you don't have a personality yet. I mean, I can say for sure, because I, that's my, my day job, I work with, with the youths, and, like, you definitely see personality come out at different ages and stuff. But no, by that I mean, I, I would prefer hanging out with a younger kid than say like a 14 year old oh well, that's a very different like i don't want you don't want to hang out with a teenager or you do want to hang out with a teenager? no okay. that would be my nightmare like okay. i don't want i don't want to spend time with someone that can use a smartphone and <laughs> has snapchat oh, man. And... there are babies that are swiping at this point you know, oh, that's, yeah. it's a night but no no no. i mean look in terms of summer camp the people who, who i know who still go you know i'm sure to agree to a degree they love being a part of like a summer environment, like a summer camp environment, yeah. or you know, wasn't your dad a, su- a summer? My camp mom and my dad met at the summer camp that I went to. Oh, yeah, uh, or because of that, uh, yeah. And so, uh, so it's not a horror story after all. It's no, a story of love. Well, the big thing is like the people who I know who still go there. Not, I'm not really in touch with a lot of them, but I have to assume that a lot of it is just the, it's kind of I talk about nostalgia blindness a lot when I do like shows and stuff. Nostalgia blindness. Nostalgia blindness. I think they they have such a kind of a doe-eyed red tint. That sounds like a band name. Yeah, there you go. Uh, rose-tinted glasses kind of view of what camp is to them. Like it's this oh, very glorious. precious. Oh yeah, big time. And uh, I think a lot of people who still go there, like when they get older, you know, people who are in their mid to late twenties, who are still working there every mm-hmm. summer. It's not about. It's not necessarily because, like, oh, I love being a you know a Jewish educator at a summer camp. It's I go to camp because I have friends there, and I like the town still, and it's like important to me to be there, and I like being part of this little bubble. And it's a little. It's I, comfort. Also, that, yeah, me, that I find what that means unhealthy. to me is that the camp is just good. Like a camp that you want to sure. go back to? I, all I know is that after two summers of being on the staff at a summer camp, I was the, having that curtain pulled back was really uncomfortable for me. Because, like, 
what was really going on. It was like the on. Wizard of Oz. You see? Except instead of, instead of magic or whatever animatronics are going on behind the scenes, just a bunch of teenagers making out on the basketball court. What's wrong with that? That's the coolest camp ever. No, I just... Want to know what my camp uh, memory was? Please. Uh, it was one of the counselors or one of the, the pseudo-counselors chopping a part of his finger off. Jesus. And that's all I remember. Like, he was cutting at things and he chopped the finger off and he's like, ah! They were all like, ah! <laughs> like I'm never going back back to camp again. It was oh the first time God. I've ever seen anyone sever. Uh, <laughs> and I a, hope the last. Body. I hope the last. I mean, I, I'm a quarter, a little bit more than that, a quarter, about a quarter of my way through life. I'm pretty sure I'll see some more. I really hope you don't. Uh, I, I'm yet to sever anything myself for witness of severing, mm. and I'm I'm happy about that. Outside I've of, heard uh, of severings, like um when. <laughs> We like severing hearsays, <laughs> severing uh, mm-hmm. grapevine. Uh, they heard it through the the grapevine. the graped, greater vine. Gra- that didn't work. I, I was trying to make a legitimately a severed pun. Don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make a pun that was uh, heard it through the grate, like a like a cheese grater. Yeah, I heard it through, through the, the great grape, cheese grater vine. They didn't work. Oh, Anyways, let's um, move on. But yeah, um, point, I point heard about for, a yeah sure. Um, about a severing when we moved, I was living in, um, we call it public housing, you know, subsidized housing yeah. when I was uh, younger. And when we moved into the building, the building next to us, mm-hmm. um, we heard that someone there had his um, his nether regions cut off. Oh, God. By... Oh, God, what a great moment. Hi, John and Jim. How you doing? Hello. Hey, oh hold on. This is the famous Janelle. No, I'm gonna keep it rolling. I'm gonna explain what's going on. So, one of the the uh, our roommates in the apartment, James, been on tour with uh, with Rock of Ages around the country and Canada, and we've been very proud of him. He's doing a great job. And Janelle, who lives across the street as the hallway, has somehow never met JM, despite them living here uh, adjacently. And so, this is an important moment. And uh, yeah. It's oh my god! It's like the we're just talking about the Wizard of Oz. It's like you're not like the negative. You know, right? No, no. I. But like, I've heard so much about. He's the you, tornado. I, to... <laughs> I am the lone. Uh, uh, I moved into this apartment in fall of 2015, and yeah. my room has been on lease since then. But I'm seldom here. Yeah, no, yeah. It's it's funny how many people have lived in that room. <laughs> Whoa! But there you go. There's a point, like, because you. You and Ryan didn't move in at the same time. Uh, about a week apart, pretty okay. pretty close. But yeah. like, yeah, that handoff. Yeah. I think this was like uh, truly like a hostel. Like there were just no no no. I moved in. Whoa. Okay, are your podcast funny. listeners enjoy this story? When I moved into this apartment, <laughs> we're here, buddy. When we're it's fine. So when when, <laughs> when when I moved into the apartment, uh, there was there were there was a very young couple in a bunk bed in your space. There was Whoa, uh, another nice. guy. I don't remember any of these people's names. There was another guy in the ro- the room that's Wolf's, um, and and I moved in replacing uh, Sadie uh, when she when she left. And Jory had already already gone apparently. These are all names that are irrelevant to anyone listening. But just go with us on this. We have um, changed names to protect the. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I move in. I'm here with those people for about a week, uh, cat sitting, uh, uh, Sadie's cat. And then she leaves, everybody else starts to leave, uh, Wolf moves in to replace the guy in his room, the two in the bunk bed disappear into the night, leaving only a giant Because you guys killed them. Yeah, leaving only a giant plush squirtle in, in, in their wake, 
which I, I'll shout if you remember the Squirtle. The Squirtle! The Squirtle. Uh, this is all inside baseball. Uh, <laughs> and then eventually you returned JM, and then you left again, and then who was the first? Then the Chanel replaced you, and then you came back for a minute, and then Lauren replaced you, and then you and John came back, and then you left, and then it was just John, and it's been a freaking revolving door. But the but the it sounds so, like Big Brother. But the magic of it, the magic of it. I don't know how this happened. No one's been a jerk. Every person in this apartment has that I've interacted with yeah. has been lovely what? slash an actor yeah, or a musician well, or an artist of that's some not where I thought that story sort. Was going. Well, and we were talking about this the other day when yeah. we were showing the apartment. The dude was like, "What's the what's the life like around here?" And yeah. we're like, "We only know because no one's lived here long enough to really know." Yeah. But everyone's <laughs> always been super. Kind everyone's been lovely in, 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 in that world, you know. Yeah. And so it's. It's so somehow you you let you sprinkle some fairy dust and we're trying to keep that going. Truly, yeah. Yeah. I am I am I am passing the torch finally <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> moving to the the big old Manhattan. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah. Oh my God! So you had the same run as Game of Thrones. Pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> clink clink clink. Oh. I admittedly Go for uh, it. was not a. Not necessarily not a fan of podcasts. They were just something that I'd never like listened sure. to. Sure, hey man, you're good. But I started listening to uh, this one, of course, oh. and really? Race Chaser by uh, Alaska and Willem, who were two. Is that Drag three, Race? Yes, got it. Okay. They, ah. they, uh, they sort of dissect every episode of Drag Race, and mm-hmm. they started from the very beginning, and they're working their way through the entire series. Wow! So they, huh. if there's a that's current accurate. season on, they'll yeah. jump to do that current season, but then they'll go back and work their way. Oh, that's amazing, because I yep. need to watch, I only watched, I think, the first season, and all of my friends have caught up, and I feel mm-hmm. so behind that I can't catch up anymore, but I should listen to this. And mm-hmm. here's the kicker, in Canada, they have almost the entire series on Netflix, and it's oh, not that way in the wow. U.S., so the first time I went to Canada, mm-hmm. I was like, binging Drag Race <laughs> up the wazoo, because I hadn't seen You're a lot of the You're at the gate of the airport seasons. being like, sorry, literally, was late. You I'm joke, but dead. that's that was the reality. No, I, like, I yeah. have to see this lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> it's for their lives. <laughs> no, I get it. When I was when I was trapped in Fiji for a minute, like they had Netflix available to us, and Fijian Netflix is nothing like American Netflix. The amount of stuff they have there that you could never get over here. It was it was pretty awesome. Ugh. Well, I'm glad you're back, for even if it's only for a minute. And yeah, I'm not, yeah. we're excited for you to get your Manhattan pad all set up, and, and um, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this sort of introduction into all these great podcasts. And oh yeah, man! Wow, you can find a podcast about any topic, That's which is what I love. Yeah. That's the that, truth. And I think you know, John's mom always says knowledge is power, and I think podcasts really, even if you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is, they can be just for fun. But I think yeah. just hearing people speak and talk about mm-hmm. things is great. So, uh, yeah. so Chanel, can you tell me a little bit about Sandra and Phil and your relationship with them? Sandra and Phil are my legitimate parents. Um, not for real. Happy um, Mother's Day again. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day. Uh, Sandra, Sandra Badalini and Phil Luzzi are a comedy. They're not a duo, but um, they started as a duo. They started as a clown duo. They were actually. clowns. They were clowns. I didn't know they were clowns. Yeah. Somehow that never came up. You can find pictures with them with red noses. And I was all a clown. Wait, I was a clown. We could have bonded over this. Why didn't anyone tell uh, me? Well, I was a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade clown for four years. I feel like that's something that you should have sussed out. I, I'm sorry I didn't ask the comedians when they were clowns. There should be a, there should be a clown, um, you know, society code okay. where you like wink. 
Got it. And then you, you take your away someone. No, you, you make someone's nose disappear. No, that's a disappear. Magician. That's a magician. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, they, they started as a clown duo. Um, I think they, they started in Second City. And awesome. they uh, are now just two great independent stand-ups. They, um, Phil Luzzi also does a lot of, he direct, he's directed a lot of great fringe Fringe shows in the mm. Toronto Fringe Festival. Awesome. Um, the, you know, award winning and all that stuff. Mm. And Sandra Badalini, um, aside from comedy, has started the, what we call CASC, the Canadian Association for Stand-Up Comedians. She, she is responsible, from what I've gleamed, uh, for really helping... Saving the livelihood. The livelihood of a lot of Canadian comedians. And, yeah. Um, and it's funny talking to her, you don't get that like... I'm in charge of the union kind of vibe. She's just incredibly sweet and welcoming and yeah. lovely. Um, and also really good at writing letters, you know? Yeah, so it shows was, up and, and yeah. speaks in parliament and yeah. stuff. Seriously, I mean, who, I, we mentioned it in the show, but who, who gets angry at the situation they're in and, write, and legitimately writes to the country's leader yeah. and gets attention for it? Like, yeah. that's really... She's uh, she's dynamite, and it was a really, really cool conversation. She's dynamite, and uh, they... They are both very Italian, so they're my Italian parents. They talk. <laughs> Italian Canadian. They talk in a lot of abreves. Um, <laughs> actually, Sandra has a an album that's out. I have it on my phone uh, called "Baby G's and Other Abreves." <laughs> I love it a <laughs> right? lot. And Phil has a bunch of other stuff going on too, which you know you can go to his website philucy.com and check out a bunch of his videos and sketches and all his funny stuff. All that jazz. So, uh, yeah, more to come. Enjoy the episode with Sandra and Phil. Pump it up. I guess one time I was my uh, one of my solo shows. Uh, it was called Hard-Headed Woman. And um, at my very last night, so most of my family was there. It was the closing night. And there was this crazy person in the audience who kept talking to me. And finally was like, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, go, you know, there's still more show. And when he came, when she, I think it was he, when he came back, he threw a bottle of like what looked like urine at me. What? Yeah, it was so f***ing it flinked. Sorry, I swore. And and it like, it hit my elbow and then it landed on the ground and like, Mark Andrade, the tech guy, like, you know, puts a spot on it and I... He put the spotlight on the yellow fluid? Yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't do, I I didn't know what to do. I just stared at it. I didn't know how to deal. Oh and then I couldn't God. sleep afterwards. Like Friday night was like my favorite show, and then Saturday was the closing night, and it was just so messed up. And then I had to go to Cuba <laughs> just to relax. Oh my God! Then I, yeah. So that's a. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing because my family was just like everyone was like, they were horrified, and I at the time just didn't have. I mean, I just didn't have the experience or like how to come back from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you do when you have a, a bottle of unidentified know. liquid thrown at yeah. you? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my. And oh, did your oh, family, like, stand up or Everyone do was just like, everyone was just shocked. Holy. They just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do, so they didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh, okay. Had you ever been, like, heckled at all, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you were used to, like, normal heckling. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. How long, how, how long ago was this? Oh, God. 2000 and... Six, maybe not. So, maybe two thousand and eight. Well, so I don't remember. No, so it's it was before that. Yeah, at least a decade. 
Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like, so I, I don't know how far along in your comedy career you were. Like at this eighteen point. years ish. Oh, well, that's pretty. <laughs> <simple. Okay. laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a full grown child. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah. Well, eighteen years. I don't know. It's hard to say when you mark those moments. Yeah. Two thousand four. I would start to call myself a professional. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, you know what I mean. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't say eighteen years is when I first started taking classes at Second City and started to perform. Oh wow! Mm. So that's that's when I would say, but that's not. I don't think you start your career. You don't say you start a mm-hmm. career when you start taking classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you also don't say you start a career the first time someone throws a bottle of piss at you <laughs> yes. on stage. Oh, yeah. It depends what you're doing. For <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that might be success for some people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I made it. I made it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, is, that, is that the worst it's ever been in terms of people messing with you on stage? Yeah, I guess that was pretty crazy. I think there's been other times, but that was pretty crazy. That one stands out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, while I'm on stage, yeah. Just one yeah. time, though. One time there was like, um, I was on stage and I just started talking, and some drunk was like, "Just because you're loud doesn't mean you're funny." And I was Whoa. like, oh. "That was the first time someone really heckled me, and I just got walked off stage crying." That definitely was embarrassing. Like I was so like I had to leave, and I'm like I can't stay here. I feel so awful. But like apparently audiences were the audience was really like some people went up to the managers afterward, like they were so concerned about what how I felt, and it was like yeah, yeah. that's sweet. Yeah, sometimes the audience is on your side. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, yeah, for stuff like that, most people are like. Most people... Yeah. But for you to cry, I feel like that was an angry cry. Like, you know when you get so mad that all you can do is cry? Was yeah, like yeah, that? yeah. Well, I was... It, well, I don't know, even remember if I was angry. I just felt like... I don't know. Just somebody knocked the wind out of my sails. Mm. Damn. It was your moment and they... But I was angry afterwards, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone... I mean, I, I, I work with, you know, preschoolers doing music on a daily basis and if... What a, if, if, a, if a preschooler said like you're not actually good because you play guitar or something just like simply like, it would it would affect me for yeah. a little bit like it's 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 personal yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely do you have any uh, any uh, stage stories the only things? thing no no like stage story yeah. I'm good with heckling I I invite it oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care okay, I, cool. I love it yeah. too I yeah, love yeah. it too but yeah yeah that sure. doesn't like sometimes but I don't think you've ever been heckled brutal though no no mm. no I can shut it down pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like bottle of piss. That would have been. I would have thrown it back. <laughs> I would have opened it before I threw it back too. Yeah, but and I don't give a like, fuck. like a grenade style. Yeah. Like, I got it. Not, first of all, I don't think it was pissed. I think that's weird. I think he might have just said that, but mm. I got like so. because that's mental Either health. Or who wants and to the check? manager of the theater should really you know what I'm doing at that point. <laughs> yeah, who wants to check that though? Really, like I I, yeah. I'm gonna be the one to just give it. No, mm-mm, pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Or if it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. That's uh, a good sign. It was sign. pretty yellow. It was pretty yellow. Oh yeah. my gosh. Of liquid I, don't know in what general. I, I don't know what it could have been. Other, who knows? But when I think of like embarrassing failures, I think of, I went to, I got my, I went to graduate school. Sure. My yeah. master's in uh, sociology and statistics. So you're better than us. Okay, that's fine. No. <laughs> I only did it because uh, I did well in sociology and yeah. then I... I got paid to go get my master's. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. Damn, keep, keep that was what happened for me. Yeah. No, well, you came to the school in the States. Yeah, but I had to pay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when I did, and I didn't really love what I was doing, and my supervising, uh, supervising professor 
called me out because it was a one and a half year program and we had to write like a thesis where was this at mcmaster university oh yeah yeah and i had to write my thesis and stuff and so i had to make proposals and he would he called me out one day he's like can you come into my office and i'm like oh and i used the word i'll never forget this unequivocally totally inappropriately (laughs) unequivocally yeah so (laughs) as a master's student i don't know i was so embarrassed but at the same time he was being such a but basically called me out and said, you don't know what you're talking about here. And you should know what you're talking about. Wow. And that's when I kind of was like, why am I here? I don't even <laughs> want to do this. I'm not interested. I was in classes with eight people, really small rooms. And I'm like, why are you guys so interested in all this <laughs> shit? You're discussing like 500 year old theories. It's making me mad. And I knew when I was done, I was like, I'm not going to quit before I get my degree. But I am out of here. I'm out of here. Yeah. And it kind of like made me decide not to pursue that because i was gonna go into yeah. teaching i was do, gonna do phd and you're on that track Whoa. yeah and, and then he called you out on your semantics yeah, on like, your word like choice this. yeah that <laughs> what wow. did he say you didn't you should know unequivocal the, oh that. the word he's like oh. you, you're using this inappropriately oh okay yeah. and you know that's embarrassing when you're yeah. at that level yeah, of education yeah. for a <laughs> professor to say you don't know the definition of a word you're using that's so nitpicky though i know it does but it's i think it's the same kind of effect where it's just like I see you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I saw it, that little But not in the Oprah way. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I wish it was in the Oprah way. Yeah. Yeah, Do you yeah, find yeah. it's hard to stay positive in, in comedy? Because you guys used to work together a lot. And yeah. now you work on your own, doing your own thing. Um, they there's a lot of negativity in, in comedy yeah so how do you guys because you guys um knowing you i know both of you are really really positive yeah beacons of light yeah you know people that i think everyone at least well i know in the toronto community feels like they can go to you guys and invent and, and talk about yeah. stuff that's going on so how do you rise above all that it's such a cliche question how do you rise above the well, negativity I, yeah exactly <laughs> Well, I think what gets everybody negative in comedy is competition. Mm-hmm. So once you decide you're not in competition with anybody, you're just like, and you can sense it. I have this gut instinct. If I can feel like if you're in the comedy bar for over 45 minutes, mm-hmm. it's time to get out. Yeah. You can't <laughs> stay in there too long. Any comedy, like if it's all comedians, you got to get out because mm. they're never really off work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just try to step out of it and remember that it's stupid. It's all yeah. stupid. Like, what everybody's negative about is just mm-hmm. inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the crabs in the bucket yeah. mentality. Yeah. You're like, I'm not a crab. Yeah. I'm a, I don't know what other I'm the sea. bucket. <laughs> <laughs> you, can be, you can be the human bucket. <laughs> oh, sh- that means I'm full of crabs. <laughs> no, oh, God. <laughs> but bucket is actually a slang in Scarborough in Toronto. Bucket means, like, it's bad. Yeah. It's oh. like for a douche. Like, oh, okay. or like a, oh. scum, like a loser. Should, or I, should I bleep out the bucket part no, of it? Okay, uh, so, no. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Being yeah. like, bucket, yeah. bucket, bro. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. Ooh. I love it. I think it's short for scum bucket, but people told me no. But yeah. I choose to believe that. God, I hope it's scum bucket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh man. Yeah. Wait, so, so you, 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 I mean, you described them as uh, to your text to me at least. Uh, as kind of like your comedy mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't mean for you to bring it up now. That was supposed to be between us. Oh, it's okay. No, but I want to say that because like, I, I think that's an incredibly lovely thing to, yeah. to say. And I, I, I wonder if you guys kind of feel that in in the Toronto scene or in general. Well, I mean, I like last year we, you know, I formed, helped form the Canadian Association of Stand-Up Comedians. Yes, God bless. and you Sir. saved, you saved uh, the livelihood of Canadian comedians. Definitely Canadian comedians, yeah. So you know, yeah. I, ever since I started doing this, like you know, it's equally inspiring as it is depressing. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been hard, very challenging at times. Mm-hmm. You know, like especially before the whole JF thing blew up, I was just like, there's nothing in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally nothing. And so, so being what, positive what, what about it... What was this, again, for the people that don't know, it was yeah, yeah. Uh, JFL, for a brief period in time, wanted to play only American Well, the comedians? Channel 168 on Sirius XM Canada is like a... was It was called Canada Laughs, 100% independent Canadian comedy. Awesome. And then the we had heard we found out that Just for Laughs was going to take over that station mm-hmm. and then you know play like mostly JFL archives and then reduce the amount of independent Canadian comedy to little although we'd never seen you know the actual numbers like officially presented mm-hmm. and so you know it was just such a disaster to the mm-hmm. community because it's like the only one one of the only places where Canadians are broadcast yeah. and just people freaked out because you know it represents for some people a really significant part of their income yeah mm-hmm. um so the yeah. royalties and all that mm-hmm. from the album. So place. definitely, definitely, people come to me like I, you know, I just wrote something for the Comedy Tribune. I don't know if you saw it. Just something. It's like this new uh, w- website that comedians just share stories. Oh. And I, you know, and I say this. It's like you know, I base I get bad news every day. Wow. People contact <laughs> me all the time. This is what happened. What about this? And it's like I'm just working now on trying to not be emotional. But it mm. it's very because it's like I've been circling these issues for you know, almost two years and just, you know, uncovering, you know, it's like finding out someone cheated on you and then seeing all the ways which they have, <laughs> you know? So that's oh, what it's been. That's pictures. Yeah. yeah. Video. Yeah. Instagram. So sometimes- <laughs> You're like, I didn't know you were on Instagram. Yeah. I on my, my <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. It's us. I can't remember, I I can't remember if I did. When? You did. Okay. Multiple times, yeah. yeah. You did. You, <laughs> right you don't even know. It's okay. Yeah. You're good. I got you. Yeah. Audacity is a wonderful tool. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so is that the main challenge? You feel like just kind of having to like look and analyze and think about all this kind of terrible, complicated stuff constantly? Is that the hardest part for you? Well, I what I, I like to find things out. So discovering things is it can be really fun, but no, mm-hmm. but it's just the way in which you do. You're just like sure. something's not right here, and then you discover you're like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. So it's not just it's that, and then it's like comedians. You know, there's just a handful of us that really do, you know, are really doing all the work. And right after just the fe- the crisis, you know, there were a lot of people that are like, I want to help out, and now it's kind of just dwindled. So keeping up that momentum, that momentum. to want to help people that are not. You know, like some people the day after the Just for Laughs announced that they were returning all this like back to Canadian to Canadians, people were they didn't give a they were just worried about them, their own money. And you know what? That's that I I get that. Mm -hmm. I get that. But it's like, I don't know. Sometimes it's just it it can be difficult. But then I know that's my ego that if I get mad at people who are not doing stuff, then it's like, well, then, you know, you, you can't, that's not why yeah, you're like, you this do is it. why I'm the leader. I'm, you're the one that's kind of, we just got to do stuff. Like, yeah. you know, it's like you believe in, you know, how do you make change? You know, it's cliche. 
it starts in your community. Well, mm-hmm. this is what it is. So, mm-hmm. but right now I'm just trying to work at like separating myself and like, cause you know, for the last couple of months it was, it was so much of that. I had to step away. Cause I'm like, this yeah. is not my, this you is even, not my You life. even went to parliament. Um, oh yeah. I'm going again next in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been to, I've been there three times now. Which this will the, be the third time. Which for the American listeners, that's the equivalent to what? The house, the Senate? Yeah, I don't know about the I don't know American Senate. politics. Right? Well, problem, I mean, it's, 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 it's DC. It's you're going mm. to. Yeah, you go to DC. We're going yeah. to Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Same idea. Having meetings with a bunch of people. Yeah. 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 Sure, it's, it's, it's but it's cool. It's crazy. so cool in so many ways, and it's like I said, it's and depressing in others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow, what are you gonna do? I mean, that's a heck of a, I mean, it's just, like a, it's just like a role to take on. You know what I mean? I've yeah. never been part but of I, w- I never, I didn't intend for it. I bet you didn't. I just yeah. wrote a letter to the prime minister, and then it just spiraled from that, and it just keeps wow. going. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I don't want to keep. Do- I don't want to do it forever. Obviously, like it's setting it up, and then you know, just. Um, Putting it in motion. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You're the hero Obviously, we did. De- you're the hero we deserve. What's the saying? The hero we deserve, not the one we know. Well, we hero we, well, hero we want, not the hero we deserve. Uh, it's the, Batman. I don't know. We're in the New York Comedy Club green room right now, and there's nice. a big Batman behind Jacob. A, so. Newspaper and comic books and, and light, light bulbs. bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> That's my it was meant to be. Imagine if the light bulbs just came on right uh, when we said I, that. I mean, I mean. Yeah, the movie a, starts. Could I? <laughs> I'm, I'm playing with. Nobody see Jack it's Nicholson not, or. Uh, there's a switch, but I can't seem to. Uh, Maybe I can. It would have been great if I could do it. Yeah, but yeah. I can't. Anyways, <laughs> moving forward. So wait, so you wrote this letter, like uh, uh, to, to 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 the prime minister? Yeah. Was I, it Justin Trudeau? No. Yeah, Justin yeah, Trudeau. Trudeau. Yeah. Uh, that's incredible. Obama I would never was in power just, at the time. I, yeah. I would say, like, not Trump especially, but, like, <laughs> I would never just be like, wow, this is really going to affect my livelihood. I better write to my <laughs> yeah. president. It's just, that's just like... I don't even know what made me write to him, but I just was like, I wanted him to know. Or I just wanted to... It was more like about writing something because of what's going on in our community that mm-hmm. most of them were just gripes that like a dear god letter yeah, yeah. <laughs> dear god and also because I know like, you're not listening but everyone else <laughs> <laughs> and him and Obama were so tight and one of the yeah. big issues is us working in the US that's so difficult oh yeah so that's you know yeah and that's how it started. It wasn't like, oh, I expected the prime minister to respond. Although now, after three, four years, like three, I don't know, I think it's three years, it's like, you know, I, I would, I could use a, I would like him to respond. Come on, Justin. I think it's possible with Trudeau. Possible, guy, he seems yeah. like a pretty understanding guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know Canada politics. He that seems much, like he'd be into seems... comedy too. I've seen no. He, I've seen pictures of Canadian comedians mm. with him. Yeah. Like Martha, uh, I think it was Martha. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He has been, yeah. yeah. I think he did a voiceover for Corner Gas. <laughs> he did. Corner Gas is a is a series in Canada, did and it takes place in a gas station in like the mid Midwest Canada. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Was this before or during the politics? I think, I think it just ended, but it's a, it's like a little. No, so uh, like he made he did like a guest appearance. Yeah, and it's yeah. now in an animated oh, yeah. show. So, oh, yeah. it's animated. Part of, me, yeah. part of me was thinking like, oh, before he was the prime minister, no, no, he no, was no, a budding no, voice like, actor yeah. who needed to. He was in, He was a drama teacher. Before. For real? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. my god. We need to get Justin we Trudeau need, on the podcast. We need someone with a theater background in charge because this ain't yeah. this ain't this ain't good. I think Jacob. I think Jacob just wants to see his path to presidency. Yep. Yeah. Oh God. Voiceovers. Yeah, that'd be a mess if I was. I don't know what's going on. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyways, let's not go into that. Yeah. 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 Uh, somewhere else. So, so you're in sociology school, or you you're in a 
kind of a low point because you're just trudging through the sadness that is people's careers in in in, in trouble. Uh, what what do you guys do after? Like you, you said you literally went to Cuba after you got after yeah. the, after the pee bottle. To make yourself feel better. Yeah. Like, is that a thing you do? Like if something goes wrong, like if you're feeling down, are you a traveler or? or no, there... actually, I'm not. Yeah. And I want to be, but that was like that. I literally One do off. that. I need to do that, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So what do you, what do you tend to do when you're meditate? Through? I meditate yes. a lot. Oh, you're yes. the first per. You are the first. We've been doing this for wow. a few months now. I can't think of anyone else who, who said meditation. Thirteen yeah. episodes and uh, thir- I think fourteen. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the. That's 14, the only thing. Yeah. yeah. I do oh. yoga meditation, yep. That's amazing. Mm. What got you into meditation and yoga? I don't know. Expect- I was told, yeah. my, my, my chiropractor told me. She kept telling me, do yoga, do yoga, do yoga. Uh-huh. And then finally I did. She was offering a class in my building. And then that got me. It started there. Yeah. How, how many years ago is this now? Because like twelve years ago. So Whoa, you're on the forefront. For a while, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. now any big career conference where you go to, and there's the CEO, and they're asking, "So, what's some what's some advice you have for budding people in the career?" And they'll be like, "Honestly, this may sound unconventional." But I meditate for five minutes every day. And everyone's like, whoa! <laughs> There's apps and everything. The headspace. And you don't oh, snort yeah. money? Yeah. Yeah. Snort, <laughs> snort money. I pulverize my dog. <laughs> Who needs them? They're not going to be useful in a couple years anyway. Yeah, but you're on, you're on the, the upswing of that wave because now everything's meditation. Like, I meditate every every day. And, yeah. But now there's so many videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. albums, yeah. all that. I can't focus. I just like I. I mean, I'll try for like a minute. My brain will just start racing. I can't. That's I, the point of med- meditation. I know it is, but I can't quiet it. I've been trying for a long time. It's Trust not me. impossible for anyone. That's, um, you have to exercise your brain. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe once I'm, I've gone in, been in therapy for more than two years. Maybe I'll try hypnosis. I, and I I've been trying to. Um, <laughs> Jacob's my neighbor. I've been trying to get him and his roommates to let me hypnotize them or do. Um, you know, guided meditation. Because it's the same as hypnosis, just getting your brain into a state where, yeah. you know, you're suggestible, but not in a way I'm not going to make you quack like a chicken or like quack? do weird... Like, time oh, out. Like, quack time like a duck. Out. Time out. <laughs> Hold on. Quack like a chicken. That'd be particularly I didn't meditate difficult. today, as I said. That. That's why. <laughs> We've done like full day workshops even together, like eight oh, yeah? hour meditation workshops. We did that a couple yeah. of times. Mm-hmm. Eh? Is there like partner like yoga? Yeah, but, yeah. yeah oh, this one cool. was specific. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's like that's actually kind of cute. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that a lot. Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you really gotten into meditation too, or is there something else you tend to? I don't. Towards? I don't do chanting or I don't do meditations, mm. but I shut my brain off mm-hmm. for like about five to ten minutes mm. every day mm-hmm. in stillness. But I feel like when I go through periods where I am faced with failure or disappointment. I just take it as a sign from the universe that it's time to make a decision of an opposite direction. Like, it was mm. given to me as a gift, this disappointment. That's, I that's love how, that. That's how I see that. It was like a roadmap. It's like, you're going the wrong way. And I know it's time to turn. Mm. So if I don't have those yeah. moments of disappointment, then I don't ever know where to go. Yeah. Oh, hello! No, it's fine. It's podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh, we have, a, we have former guest of the show, episode two. <laughs> Jay, yeah, just walked into the green room. Good to see you. <laughs> oh, hello. We're doing we're doing an episode. Yeah. We're glad you're here. That looks really fun. <laughs> 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 that's awesome. I mean, that's what happens. We're in the back of a comedy club. You're behind yeah. the yeah. comics. Never know what comedic characters will. Yeah, drop yeah. in. This is becoming the Stern Show. Yeah. Great. but okay. that's actually that was actually perfect timing yeah. because on episode two when we talked with Jay, his yeah. answer was going out into a field. 
in Welland, Ontario, mm-hmm. and just being with he, himself. Still. Yeah. 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 He, he bailed on the... And then listening yeah. to punk music was his other answer. Yeah. <laughs> meditation yeah. isn't like, you know, we, we make it into a thing like it's supposed to be something, but, you know, walking can be a meditation. It's like yeah. just you focusing or turning your brain off and doing something. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I just got to get good. I don't know. No, I can't do silent have... meditation. I have to have mm-hmm. it guided and someone's mm-hmm. walking me through it. Like an sure. airplane, like the the um, flight attendants. How oh, they yeah. tell you, like, if you're <laughs> feeling sick, concerned. here's where the bag is. Here, put the mask on mm-hmm. yourself first and not the, no, the baby. baby. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, need Take that. care of yourself first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I was... Was I, this is a survivor story in coming thing? Thing, uh, oh, I something that didn't make air. We talked, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, a friend of mine named Stephanie, uh, who was on my original team when we started the game, is a yoga instructor, and we were living on a beach in Fiji. And so, I wasn't in the game very long, but for several of the mornings and evenings when we were out there, we would go out onto like the coastline, and she would like guide us in like yoga and like kind of meditation type things, like on the on the shore of the beach, like as the sun was going down. And I'm glad none of this footage made air because it's me bouncing around trying to balance and it's a disaster. <laughs> but like, admittedly, there are moments out there when you like have, when you're, there's nothing else you can really do. You can't, there's no screen, you're not focused on anything else. You're just like, water, beach, person telling me what to do with my body. And I feel like that kind of combination works. It might just be the fact that I'm surrounded by all the things oh, all God. the time. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of distraction. We Lots live outside of, of the subway, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I can't do I can't do group yoga because I'm too self conscious yep. about no, not being flexible enough to hit the proper poses. And I know because uh, had yoga instructors tell me you can do an alternate pose or do something that's easier. Uh, that's too embarrassing for me. You feel the like, I don't want to be the one person yeah. doing the alternate pose while everyone's doing mm-hmm. the proper one. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Gyms are hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've had a couple, I feel like you've had a couple rough New York moments. I remember one yeah. of the last times you were here, the the MTA, the subway people were giving you a hard time. And I then was, you got out and you were super flustered. You're like, I, I was know. coming to meet you. And I was just telling Phil, I was like, I think it was at Times Square. I came in and out of the subway maybe 14 times. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And, and you, you were, were trying to help me and I was freaked out. I was like. In the same station? Yeah. They just kept, I didn't know oh. where to go. I kept, they kept telling, like, I don't know. It, you know Times Square is like confused. a labyrinth. Yeah. No, that station is complicated as heck. That is, that's totally fair. Yeah. yeah. There's ramps and elevators and they don't lead to the proper place. It's like. In The Shining, you know how the, the, maze? the house in The Shining is was built to not be um, is is built to not be structurally like logical mm-hmm. to create dread in in the in the viewer's mind because mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't make sense. I, th- that's what I feel like Times Square Station is. But you know, other minus than the that, blood. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> well, depending. maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Other than that, traveling through the system this time was like you know it was not it was okay. I just came. I just flew in too early. Yeah. I feel you, man. I feel you. I'm, I'm doing this tour thing um, in June, and I'm, I decided I don't want to rely on planes or have to deal with any. I'm just going to drive. Yeah, it's so much better. I'm so excited. I'm so, have you guys done any kind of like road trip type things uh, through Canada? I hear it's like, I mean, I actually haven't been the. I was in Montreal like years ago. I really need to go back. But like, uh, people who I know have like just driven, like, I'm going to j- spend a summer driving from like Vancouver to Toronto. I'd or something. Yeah. Like, I've never driving. been out west. I, I want to take the Trans Canada. Rail. Ooh. I want to take the train from mm-hmm. coast yeah. to coast. That sounds lovely. Yeah. It's like seven thousand dollars. Whoa! Yeah. How long? It takes, I think, like eight days or something like that. That's great. Yeah. That's a vacation. All right. Okay. You can follow 
Sandra Bat and on Instagram at Sandra Battalini. And listen to her comedy album, Baby G's and Other Rebreeves, wherever you listen to comedy. Follow Phil at Phil Luzzi on Twitter and Phil Luzzi Official on Instagram. And find out more about his work at philluzzi.com. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps word about the show spread like a disease at summer camp. And of course, I mean, lice outbreaks too. And of course, make sure you're subscribed to easily download new episodes. I'm Trying is hosted, edited, produced, and scored by Janelle Dennis and me, Jacob Derwin. Our cover art was created by the fabulous Sammy Kappa. See more of her work at SammyKappa.com. That's S-A-M-I-C-A-P-P-A.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Trying Show. And if you want, you can follow us individually at Janelle Dennis and Jacob Derwin. If you've screwed up or embarrassed yourself and are looking for help, or pity, reach out to us on Twitter or email at I'm Trying Show at gmail.com. And our team of crisis experts us. will be more than happy to assist you. Reasonably happy. Okay. Thank you so much for listening and to the tune of Julia Fusick. I didn't know how the end part went. We just riffed it. What does this become? Wait, is life a disease? <laughs> I don't know, man, but like I do have a vivid memory of being 15. You have to include that part. Oh, I'm including all this. I have a vivid memory of being 15 and seeing every single girl on girl side of my unit scrubbing each other's hair in a freaking chain with that shampoo. I, I, I consider it one. <laughs> oh, so that's what they were doing at the girls' camp. <laughs> <laughs>